Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Breaking news, this important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your public service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the United States and Canada. The new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code, say it again, at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code, say it again, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code, say it again. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now to Out of Bounds. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Hello and welcome to another Out of Bounds Sports Podcast post-game edition show. We are back and we're covering the San Antonio Spurs and New York Knicks that just wrapped up just moments ago. Hard-fought game by the San Antonio Spurs, but ultimately came up short. You know what we do to start the show? We're going to go to the box score and break this game down and see why the uh, San Antonio Spurs end up coming up short during this game. Right off the bat, we're going to look at the top performer, and that's DeJounte Murray. I'm sorry, DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan had 38 minutes on All the right, floor. Folks, it looks like we have Keldon Johnson joining us in just a second. If you have questions for Keldon, please raise your hands. Okay, so we um, have Keldon Johnson coming up. So I'm going to go ahead and add the Spurs to the stream. All right, Tom Petrini, please start us off. Hey, Kelvin, uh, Knicks, obviously one of the better defensive teams in the league. What did you see from them tonight that makes them a little bit different than the standard NBA defense? Uh, they don't really make many mistakes. They uh, stick, to, stick to that plan. Um, they're all on the strain. They, they, they're long athletic, and uh, uh, they do a gr- great job of, of shrinking the floor. 
you've had a lot of individual matchups against top power forwards this year. What did you see from Julius Randle tonight? Uh, he's a great player. Um, I mean, it, it speaks for itself. I mean, he made some amazing plays for them. And um, I just try to make it tough for him, you know? Thanks. No problem. Let's go to Tom Worsmore. Tom? Keldon, did you think that uh, you guys had a chance for that rebound on DeMar's uh, miss on the second free throw? Uh, I mean, they call it violation, but, uh, you know, anything can happen if we – if if it hits the rim and uh, one good bounce, that's all it takes for for us to get the ball back, you know. But um, I mean, it was a high IQ play; it just didn't go as planned. And they they hit a lot of corner threes with Randall penetrating. Was was that just great execution on their part, or were you guys, you know, have some uh, defensive busts? Uh, what well, well, they shoot they shoot really good from corners. Um, and I mean, like like I said before, they they uh, have a game plan. They stick to it. Um, I mean, we we did have some lapses, but uh, I mean, I had I had goals off to them. They, they they made shots. How important are these final two games? I mean, the, not just locking up the the number ten uh, spot, but also just getting some momentum going. Um, it's definitely important. Uh, we want we want to go into go into our playing situation. Uh, with a little bit of momentum and, and a full head of steam, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we're just locked in and um, ready to get these next two games. Appreciate it. No problem. You have a blessed night. Thank you, Kelvin. No problem. All right, so that was Keldon Johnson uh, speaking on. Let's just talk about his stats just a little bit. I know we was going to talk about DeMar DeRozan before the stream actually started, but since he was the first part up, we're going to talk about his time on the floor. 31 minutes, 5-11 from the field, 13 points. The question that I wanted to ask him, but I didn't get a chance to ask him, you know, what I wanted to talk about the Knicks' physicality. Um, they are one of the better defensive teams in the league. You know, they really um, bought into Coach Thibodeau's uh, philosophy, and this team is, you know, pretty scary team as far as their physicality on the floor. Um, their defense is impeccable. Um, they don't make many mistakes on that end of the floor. Um, and they can give you something on the offensive end. You know, shout out to Julius Randle. Um, he's really turned it around and really liking how his progression has been year over year. You know, coming from the Lakers, you know, his rookie season, he was injured. He got injured, and he was forced to miss the whole season that year. And, you know, after that, you know, he was end up traded to another team. I believe he had to stand in New Orleans, now with the Knicks. And they got a coach. They got a culture. They have a philosophy. You know, shout out to the the Knicks, you know, for, you know, turning this team around. Um, a lot of the credit goes to Coach Thibodeau. So it looks like we're getting some another player coming up. But, you know, while we're going over, before that next player come up or a coach comes up, we're going to continue to go over the game stats now, DeMar DeRozan, he had 38 minutes. He was the top dog for the Spurs. Um, in 38 minutes, he had 27 points, 10 to 18 from the field. Very efficient. You know, actually um, had eight boards, so he was doing work on the on the glass uh, with four assists as well. Um, definitely had a, you know, pretty solid game, I would say. Uh, just ultimately, just, they, they just didn't get it done. Um, the first quarter, the Knicks took that, that quarter – then the second quarter, it was kind of like, you know, back and forth. 
third quarter. The Spurs had a great run in third quarter, but then kind of fizzled out in the fourth. And ultimately, the 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 score it was ninety eight to one hundred two to end the ball game. That puts the Spurs at thirty three and thirty six. The Knicks improved to thirty eight and thirty one. Next, Dejounte Murray, thirty five minutes, seven eighteen from the field. Um, the one and only three that he attempted did not go in, so. His rebound total was at nine, so he was doing work on the glass as well. Love to see a stat sheet that has a lot of rebounds because that shows the dirty work, the little things. And I, rebound is an effort stat. I always want to see, you know, a lot of boards, a lot of assists, you know, the ball moving around, everybody getting touches and things like that. But when you – Get the ball. Your impact on the floor. What are you gonna? What are you doing with the ball? You know, are you getting more te- you know teammates involved? Or are you you know selling for shots that are not going in? Like, I I feel like they could have spread the ball out just a little bit more. You know, the ball movement. You know, locking down on defense and things like that. You know, to secure this win because it was back and forth. I mean, the fourth quarter just kind of got away from them. The Knicks outscored them by eight points in the fourth quarter and ultimately sealing the deal on this one. But back to DeJounte Murray, you know, in 35 minutes, you're 7-18 from the field, you know, 14 points. It's just not enough. You know, you just need more, you know, a balanced scoring attack when it comes to a a great defensive team like this, you know, giving them different looks, different um, sets and things like that, setting picks. You know, you just want to see more ball movement and more guys touching the basketball, you know, in a situation like that, kind of confusing the defense and getting them off of their game. But, you know, that that, that was the ball game. You know, they just weren't able to seal this deal late in the fourth, and it got away from them. But then we're going to check out the Knicks box score. You know, this team is very impressive, man, just solid team. Um we're going to go to Alec Burke. Um, he was the biggest contributor on the team point-wise. In 34 minutes, he was 11-20 from the field, 5-10 from three, had 10 boards. He was doing work on the glass. I always love to see that glass work, man. Two assists, 30 points. Great job. Then we go to the big dog, Julius Randle, 45 minutes on the floor, 7-21 from the field, 1-5 from three. He had 25 points. Then you go to R.J. Barrett, second in command on the team, 41 minutes, 8 of 19 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3. He had nine rebounds. They was glass-eating as well, five assists. Then you go to after that, you know, they kind of fizzled out after that. You only had Alec Burke and R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. Uh, with the the most points on the floor, and then you go down to the next highest was Reggie Bullock with only eight. He was thirty. He had thirty nine minutes. But when you have these three guys, you know, balling out like they was balling out, you know, the other guys are just out there decoys playing defense and things like that. These are high defense guys, high IQ guys on defense. So, you know, shout out to Coach Tibbs for getting this team, you know, in this position. You know, they're going to the playoffs. We have Knicks basketball in the postseason. Go figure. 
I know the Knicks fans are going crazy about that. But it was a, it was a great game. You know, just the Spurs just wasn't able to get it done. It's just been one of those seasons for the Spurs, you know, just one situation after another. But they have a legendary coach in Coach Pop. They're third in the Southwest Division. Currently, they're in that play-in situation at the 10th spot. And we're just going to see exactly what these next two, game, two games for them are going to look like. But I do have a special announcement. I know I didn't put it in the stream in the description, but I am now covering my fourth NBA team. You have Spurs, Mavericks, Lakers, and now we introduce to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, the Memphis Grizzlies. So that game is just wrapping up. We will be covering that game um, as soon as they're completed. Right now, it's 116-110. to 110. Looks like they're just wrapping up. So what we're going to do is take a quick commercial break. We're going to come back to the Spurs after we tap in with the Grizzlies. So we're going to check this out. Grizzlies did end up getting the win, so we're going to be able to talk to the team and talk about a great team effort on the Memphis Grizzlies part. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. Stay tuned. Breaking news, this important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your public service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the United States and Canada. The new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code, say it again, at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code, say it again, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code, say it again. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now to Out of Bounds. All right, we are back. And now we're going to go ahead and share the screen. We do have Memphis Grizzlies content. So excited about that. This is the fourth NBA team that the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast will be a part of. And we're definitely excited about that. Just getting more opportunities after opportunities to be able to, you know, speak to, you know, sports teams and things like that. Very exciting. We're waiting for them to address the media. I was able I was fortunate enough to be able to cover them briefly during the Mavericks broadcast. If you didn't catch my live show last game, we were able to speak to Tyus Jones of the Memphis Grizzlies. So after that, you know, I reached out to the team. You know, I wanted to be a part of their media sessions, and they granted 
permission for me to cover my fourth NBA team. You know, when I started this podcast a year ago, I didn't really have uh, a clear-cut direction for it. You know, I was quarantined from work. i said this story so many times, but quarantined from work, really wanted to find something to do to pass the time. So I started the, the, the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast with very limited equipment, very limited ideas. And I just wrapped up my last show, 76th show. And I think it's, you know, just, you know, some of the, the downsides of it and some of the the mental things that I've went through when starting this podcast, I wanted to give up so many times just because I didn't think the show was progressing the way I thought it should. You know, I I, I looked at it, you know, I wanted to, you know, secure some kind of monetary um, compensation for the podcast, like, you know, trying to see exactly, you know, if I can, you know, secure a living off of just podcasting or get more opportunities. But the fulfillment that I get from it is just being able to connect with so many different people, meeting so many you know, different teams and things like that. You know, it, it's it's invaluable. It's it's better than money to me. And I have a passion for sports. I didn't really play a whole lot of sports, you know, growing up. But, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, I'm I'm, I'm able to create this podcast and have such great content come from the podcast and I just want to see where it, where it takes me. You know, I don't really have a, a lot of expectations. I just want to continue to be consistent and hopefully we can see where it can go. And we got Memphis Grizzlies coming up. Okay, Corey? Um, I've oh, got you. Got it. All right. Perfect. Yep, I'm back. <laughs> got it. Perfect. Thank you. Dylan Brooks, 37 minutes on the floor, 13 to 28. Three of seven from the three-point, six rebounds, three assists, and 30 points. Great job, young fella. Dylan Brooks doing work at six boards from the backcourt. Let's take a look at... John Morant, 38 minutes, 5 of 12, 1 of 5 from 3 at 12 points. That doesn't really seem like um, a John Morant-type game. So, But when you have other team, other players that can, you know, kind of step up in those situations, that's that's great to be able to have a, a team, you know, kind of pick up the slack whenever the star is not – playing the way that you're accustomed to them playing. You know, I don't think it was a bad game. It's just that more players were stepping up. And you, you might not need to score 30, 40 points that game, you know, if you're the star. You know, you might be out there facilitating or you're a decoy. And you had other players stepping up, like Dylan Brooks. And I made a mistake. He doesn't play in the backcourt. He plays in the front court because he's a small forward. My I bet. And so Jaron Jackson did play this game. He only played 20 minutes, so I'm pretty sure they're limiting his minutes because he didn't really play 
um, that much at all this season. But he did play today. And he, in 20 minutes, he was 5'11 from the field, which is very good, you know, considering, you know, his in and out of the lineup. And he had 12 points. Jonas Valanciunas, 33 minutes. The vet, 8 of 10 from the field, 24 points. That definitely will work for him. Definitely. So if you're just now tuning in, we are covering two different teams. I know the description says San Antonio and Knicks, but we also are covering the Memphis Grizzlies tonight because they wrapped up their game maybe like 10 minutes after the San Antonio Spurs. So what I did was I merged the two streams together. So we're going to be bouncing back and forth into both post games or or wrapping up and see if we can get some um, great questions and things like that to ask both teams. And then we plan on uh, wrapping up the show um, once the conclusion of the both post games are completed. But while you're here with me today, you know, if you're live with me in the stream, feel free to ask questions. Um, if you did watch this game, if any one of these teams that you follow, um, we, we can definitely discuss some of the stats. We can definitely discuss the playoff positioning and things like that. Right now, I mean, the the season is like wide open. You really don't know exactly what it's going to look like um, as far as, you know, the playoffs and things like that. But shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies for, you know, allowing this opportunity to be able to cover their team. And hopefully we we're able to get some amazing content for the show. And hopefully this year that they're able to actually get into the playoffs because I really, really enjoy watching this team. This team is actually a pretty decent team. We're kind of bouncing around a little bit tonight just because um, – you know, these games are just wrapping up and, you know, you got the players there, um, you know, getting ready and, and things like that. We really don't know exactly who's confirmed, who's going to be available to um, address the media and things like that. So um, just bear with me tonight. We're going to do our best to try to get um, a question in to one of the team's players or you know, just to be able to, you know, provide some kind of content for the show. Um, but I I would definitely keep y'all right now. We're just, I'm, I'm on the Spurs stream right now, but I'm trying to see exactly where they're at with their players. So I have them running in the background. So, so what we were going over was the rest of the league in terms of their playoffs. So I've got who- you. We'll start first with Megan Triplett. Hey, Coach, congrats on the win. Um, the Kings made it difficult to slow them down offensively throughout most of the game there, but then in the last few minutes, you guys were able to, to get some big stops. What was the difference in those few minutes, and what can you say about just the attitude and the fight you guys brought to close it out? Yeah, I mean, uh, tons of credit to the Kings. I mean, they had so many guys play well. Obviously, James off the bench, uh, Metu, Davis, Heald, Wright. Um, we threw a lot at them and they just had a counter to everything. And they also made some really, really tough shots, uh, hands in their faces, shot clock, um, coming off with tough angles, moving and turn around and banging threes. We didn't help ourselves in the first half with, you know, second chance points. They got a number of threes, uh, off of offensive rebounds. Uh, we just kept staying the course, you know, fortunately, you know, as they were, you know, raining a bunch of threes and making a lot of shots, 
Um, you know, we just kind of stayed the course and was able to stay within a couple of possessions, uh, built the lead, obviously lost the lead there in the second half, uh, but it, it wasn't anything too crazy. And I don't think, you know, it got above double digits. So um, our guys just kept, you know, staying the course. Uh, you know, we made some adjustments with matchups and coverages and, um, you know, fortunately we were able to just get the stops at the right time and they, they missed a couple of shots down and down late and you know we didn't slow down they they started switching a lot in the second half um that gave them a lot of juice especially in that fourth quarter uh we kind of stalled out uh we missed some layups when we had opportunities but uh, we were taking some bad shots and uh we were able to break through get stops get out uh i think you know uh layup in transition one or two and then a big three from kyle in the corner all off a of pace um so it's just kind of one of those products we got to play the full 48 minutes and give the kings again a lot of credit uh it's gonna be a tough matchup tomorrow again evan barnes Taylor, I know you guys don't really have goal markers or anything like that, but the win did clinch a winning season for you guys. So at this point, with the way you guys had to win today, does it kind of, you know, speak to not just how well you're progressing, but just what this group has done, just coming together as a young team, being able to get to this point? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously we have we still have uh, loftier goals ahead of us and more basketball to play and, and, you know, a lot of things we can keep getting better on. But um, it's obviously, you know, great to, to acknowledge that. Um, but, you know, we're never satisfied. I'm just really proud of the group's growth uh, over the season. Uh, you know, we've had our stretches where we played really good basketball from a number of games in a row. And, uh, you know, before this last recent stretch, pretty inconsistent. But, you know, I'm really liking the, the trajectory we're on. Talked about that before the game. So guys just keep putting in the work. You know, we're having limited opportunities on the floor because we're playing so many games, but we're taking advantage of the games, the film sessions, the individual film sessions as well, um, and just staying together, you know, along this road. And, and I'm just really proud of, you know, what we've accomplished up to this point. But we all know uh, we, we want more. Drew Hill. Taylor, you mentioned more basketball to play. Obviously, Sunday becomes a really big game now um, for you guys. Have you decided whether or not you're going to rest anybody tomorrow? Yeah, no conversations about that yet. I mean, we're obviously excited about what we did uh, tonight, and, you know, we want to keep competing and getting better. So tomorrow's another opportunity for us, and um, we'll cross, you know, all those decisions as we wake up and see how guys are uh, responding. Terry Davis. I'll start about that, Coach. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, first of all, congrats on your first winning season as a coach. And secondly, the way the, your guys closed down in fourth quarter, that's got to get you confidence knowing they weren't able to do it early in the season. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I mean, these are great learning opportunities anytime during the year, but especially at this point in the season. Um, you know, every team's playing extremely hard right now, and uh, we got a great shot tonight uh, from the Kings, and, you know, you have to win games in different fashions. So uh, they were clicking on all cylinders. You know, we, we kept staying the course. We threw a lot of different matchup adjustments and coverage adjustments, um, kept trying to find ways to break through. They started switching, as I said, in the fourth quarter, which kind of changed the rhythm of the game. But our guys have a great ability to kind of adapt and uh, understand what we need to do, you know, stretches of the game or given possession. And uh, there's great togetherness. And, um, you know, these moments here, being able to close out really highly contested games and, and down the stretch only serve you in the long run. So uh, luckily we've gotten a few of those in our back pocket here and hopefully keep building on it. Parker Fleming. Hey coach, it just, it really just seems like Dylan's energy never really wavers uh, no matter the, really the, the flow of the game or anything. Just how important is it to have that guy who's just nonstop full 48? Does it really kind of just serve as like a potentially momentum booster to potentially just break out of a slump? 
I mean, it's, it's awesome to have that. Uh, we got a lot of guys with that spirit, but obviously, you know, we talk about DB being, you know, one of our spirit leaders and, you know, he brings it every single night, every single day. Uh, he's the ultimate competitor. Um, tonight did a heck of a job. I know they had a lot of guys score really well, but his just aggressiveness defensively, never wavering. Obviously he had a really good offensive night. I thought he did some good things playmaking on top of obviously the scoring. Um, but you know, definitely does bring uh, momentum tonight was, you know, a game where we needed to raise our physicality and our urgency given how well they were playing offensively. And obviously we, 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 we try to rely on DB, you know, every single night to, to bring that edge and, uh, happy that the rest of the group, you know, was able to do that as well tonight. Sean Coleman. Coach, congrats on the win and your first winning season as well. Just this week, coming into this week, there have been some offensive struggles, but just how important is it right before the playoffs for you to see boxes checked in terms of producing in the paint Monday night, really producing from the perimeter Tuesday night, and tonight closing out in crunch time. The Grizzlies, again, we talked about it several times, winning in different ways, but this last full week of the season, they're finding ways to win, even when they may not be playing at their best. That has to be huge, obviously, going into the playoffs. Yeah, it's definitely huge. I mean, over the course of a season, you, you want to be able to win games uh, a lot of different ways. You can't just rely on one thing. Hopefully the habits we talk about from day one and, and kind of our identity covers a lot of opportunities that are going to be thrown at you over the course of a season. So whether it's the paint, the three-point line, it's it's tightly contested games. It's more of a defensive, you know, game uh, where you got to really lock down and your offense is struggling. Um, just happy with the ball movement. Um, another game of 30 assists. You know, we, we pride ourselves on playing with pace, getting the ball moving, not just in the full court, but in the half court. Uh, hopefully a lot of guys are beneficiaries of uh, being able to make plays on the offensive end. Um, and then we just talk about our defense trying to be there consistently pretty much every single night and I give our guys credit it's been there you know for the majority of the season so um you know proud of their ability to understand we got to be good on both sides of the floor and any given night you're, you're gonna have to pull something out of uh of, uh, of your tool belt um to get a victory and, and it's good to see that we're, we're experiencing a lot of different ways time for one more Corey Harrison hey coach hey coach congrats on the, the win tonight What's the what is the the team's current injury after the two big wins? And from a coaching standpoint, how proud are you of this group of guys over the course of the season? And also, what are your expectations going forward? Yeah, I think you know outside of uh, you know Grayson, who's uh, been week to week, and and uh, Sean McDermott, most of the guys are feeling good. I mean, it, you hear it all the time. Not not everyone's a hundred percent this time of the year, but I think our guys are in good good uh, spirits, good energy. You know, with this grueling schedule that we've had, we, we're trying to stay as uh, fresh as possible. And, you know, our focus is just, you know, continuing to get better, uh, you know, next couple of games here, um, you know, and, and that's kind of it. Thanks coach. Great. Thank you everyone. Our first player of the evening will be John ja Morant and he'll be sitting down momentarily. Hey, how you doing, John? Ja? All good. You know, I, uh, one thing about this win, it gives you an opportunity to go two for one and win to make the game Sunday important. But most importantly, this game clinches a winning season. What that that mean having a winning record at the end of the season means to you? Um, I mean, it means good. Uh, and you know, I believed in us. You know, from the jump. Um, you know, it's great to see. You know how, you know, we continue to grow and get better as a, you know the season went on. Um, it's just credit to you know our hard work and you know our fight. Drew Hill. John, this game, a win, obviously sets up a big matchup with Golden State on Sunday. Um, how are you going to prepare and, and get ready for that game? Same way uh, I prepare, you know, for each and every game. You know, watch film, uh, study, you know, the opponent, try to learn, you know, uh, their, their main plays to, you know, be able to help our team. Uh, study, you know, who I'm guarding and, you know, uh, study, you know, Previous games against us, see how, you know, they was playing us in ball screens and, 
you know, guard him. So uh, simple as that, you know, get sleep, uh, eat, come to the gym and, you know, be ready. Clayton Collier. Hey, John, congrats on the win. When, um, you know, everything that's happened this year, whether COVID or injuries, there's a lot of times that this year could have gone sideways for you guys to, to get to the point where you've not only stayed the course, but now where you're in control of your own destiny to get a top eight seed here. Just what does that do to speak to this team? We've, we've talked about, you know, how young this team is, just the, the maturity that's growing and, and just overall your guys' game on and off the court, how, how that's developed this year and what kind of statement this makes tonight. No, I honestly, you know, feel like, you know, we're a way better team. You know, I feel like we're, you know, more together. Um, you know, we just continue to, to grow with each other. We was in this position, you know, last season, uh, you know, fighting for, you know, that last, you know, uh, playoff spot. And, uh, you know, I, I had confidence then. I have confidence now. So uh, we just, you know, going to prepare uh, the same way and be ready to go out there for a fight and uh, try to win a game and get in the playoffs. You know, that's our goal. Evan Barnes. John, for you, does this, I know this is obviously it's a different animal than, you know, when you were playing for the NCAA tournament and tried to get in, but does it kind of have a similar energy of just understanding what it takes at this point as a team to try to get to these close games and get to these high stakes games? Is it, do you kind of, can you even reflect on that to help or is it just a totally different animal? No, nah, it's a uh, different animal. Uh, Obviously, you know, NCAA tournament, um, you know, it's not easy to get in. Um, you know, you have to fight. Obviously, you know, you have to fight here, but uh, making the, the playoffs in the West is, you know, uh, very tough. It's, it's not easy. Uh, but, you know, uh, we knew that from the jump. Uh, we knew what we had to do uh, after, you know, being in a position, you know, last year. I feel like, you know, we, we kind of, you know, accomplished, you know, most of it, but um, job is Still not done. Um, you know, we got to, you know, continue to, to push through the rest of the season. Megan Triplett. Ja, a few weeks ago, you were talking about how, you know, I know it's limited amount of fans here at FedEx Forum. We talked about fans coming out. And these last two games is particularly, um, the fans have been loud. They've been into the game, especially tonight in these last few minutes. What is it like to have the fans kind of just hear them and have that support? Man, it's big time. Um, you know, I, we we love them. We give a lot of credit to them. You know, that's who we, you know, go out and play for, uh, you know, outside of, you know, our families and, uh, you know, the organization. And, man, we're, you know, we're thankful for them. You know, uh, they gave us a lot of energy to pass, you know, two games, uh, especially tonight. Uh, they were big time. Uh, you know, we made some huge plays in the end. And, I mean, it was hard to, you know, hear the coverages, uh, you know, uh, plays we was in. So, um, you know, we, we're thankful for that. You know, we're going to continue to fight and try to get a win from them each time we step on the floor and uh, just continue to, you know, uh, do what they're doing. Uh, you know, we love it. and You know, we feed off of it. Adam Tight. Hey, Ja. After New Orleans and Toronto, tonight's sort of the third time in three games where you guys have really come up big in the fourth quarter. What's been driving the team's improvement in crunch time lately? Um, it's just, you know, learning from the past. You know, obviously we, we all understand, you know, uh, it's winning time, you know, once it get, you know, uh, late in the game. Uh, you know, we all lock in. You know, we all have to, you know, push through, uh, go to that next gear to, you know, be able to close out and, you know, win a game. And as of late, you know, we've been doing that very well. And, uh, you know, it turned out good for us, so. Uh, we just got to continue to do that and continue, like I, we've been saying all season, uh, try to play, you know, a full 48 minutes. 
That's all the time we have. Thanks, Joe. Um, Dylan will be our next player, and he will be here momentarily. I've got you. We'll start first with Parker Fleming. Uh, hey, Dylan. A great win tonight. So uh, over the past week, your, uh, your teammates been talking just about how coach just allows you all to pray freely and gets you the confidence to do so. Just how has coach's confidence um, and you and your teammates just either enhance your game or just enhance the team's um, performance as a whole? This is the philosophy um, that coach has. You know, he gives everybody the green light. If you have an open shot, take it. Um, and then, you know, he loves the floaters. He loves the, you know, drive kick threes, transition threes, you know, the, the evolution of the game. And um, he tells us in practice, you know, last year we had a lot of practices to shoot those shots um, and then ultimately drive them to create for teammates. And when you, when you create for your teammates, somehow the ball comes back to you. It's just part of the game. And, um, you know, we embody that. And, you know, we, like you see every night, you know, we find a way to get 30 assists and, you know, we just all rolling, we all playing, and, um, and then we get out in transition as well, so. Sean Coleman. Dylan, so uh, we had talked with Coach Jenkins about it being the fact that this, um, you know, was the Grizzlies, they officially have a winning season. This is their first winning season in the four seasons you've been here. Just speak to how important that is as a team effort. Um, and obviously the great performance from you tonight, but just how special does that feel with all the dedication and everything you put forth to have the first winning season as a Memphis Grizzly? It's special. Um, coming from Oregon, you know, losing maybe maybe a total of like 30, 25 games to go into losing like 70, 60 in one season. And then, you know, ultimately going through the process of, you know, our management, getting the right players, putting the right philosophy and, um, you know, me trying to, you know, get into that um, is amazing. You know, um, it's a great feeling um, to know we're in the right direction and, you know, we got a lot of good good guys on this team um, that you know love to play basketball, love their teammates, and want to see them succeed as well. So, Drew Hill, uh, Dylan. With that being said, you guys have a pretty important game coming up on Sunday. Obviously, uh, you're the energy guy. What is the sort of attitude you want you and your team to have uh, going into that game? Um. Leave it all out there. Let it hang out. Um, you know, um, get your rest um, and be ready. Uh, I think Golden State plays either tomorrow or or today or something. So, you know, everyone tune into that game. Know their sets. Know what they like to do. Um, and, you know, come ready with the energy and enthusiasm to, you know, win a basketball game. Um that's all I can ask, and you know every every player on this team. We haven't we haven't we haven't been in this spot, you know, meaning like practically meaningful basketball, and um, you know we just got to become ready and just play hard. That's all I want. Just guys, to go out there and play hard and leave it all out there. Evan Barnes. Dylan, you said that you guys were so motivated by last year and how that season ended. Um, is that something that's going to get maybe? preached even more just as you guys obviously have another chance to 
have a game where you guys can clinch the eight seed and you know achieve the goals you didn't want you didn't think to finish last year. Yeah, uh, I think that's on everybody's mind. Um, it's going to be said, you know, and tomorrow and the next day and the next day after that. Um, but I feel like everyone knows, like, you know, uh, you got to come ready. We got to be ready, and you know, just bring that energy. That's all. I, that's all. I, that's all I want. You know, just bring that energy. It's going to be a big game, and you know they have fans, and um, they got great players on that on that on that team. So you know, we got to come ready. <clears throat> Final question, Adam Tyke. Hey, Dylan. You tend to break out the shades after big games. Is that your way of kind of celebrating your performance? And are you trying to get your teammates involved in the shades game at all? Uh, you know, it's whatever they it's whatever they want. Um, you know, I love shades. Uh, depends what on the day, what I wear. Um, but you know, I just try to emulate, you know, every game and try to be at my best. Um, try to give my team the best chance of winning. Thanks, Dylan. Appreciate it. Brandon Clark will be our final player of the evening, and he will be sitting down in just a moment. We'll start first with Terry Davis. Yeah, how you doing, Brandon? I'm doing well, thank you. Hey, man, it's been a long season, but it comes down to these last two games. You guys are in complete control of your destiny and where you finish in the play-in race. Yeah. How much pressure does that take out of you, knowing that you ain't got a scoreboard watching, look for help, and help, hope somebody help you out? Um, I mean, are you saying with the, just like making the uh, play-in tournament? Yeah, yeah, going up to the yeah. eight team, moving on up. You control your own destiny. Yeah, I mean, it is nice. Uh, you know, it's been a really long season. Um, it's been tough, challenging. You know, we had 40 games in 68 days. Um, you know, it's been a really big challenge on guys' bodies and just keeping the focus up. So I'm really proud of, you know, myself and my teammates, my coaches, everything. And, you know, it feels nice, though, to know that, you know, we don't got that much pressure going in. Um, obviously, we really want to win this this game coming up and also the game versus Golden State. But, um, you know, it feels nice knowing that we're, you know, going to have a, a great chance at playing for that eight seed. Kelsey Wright Johnson. Wow, I could not find the unmute button. Brandon, congrats, first of all, on the win. I don't mean to move on uh, so quickly, especially after a win, but obviously never a perfect game. Is there anything that you feel the team needs to do better tomorrow with the rematch against the same team? Yeah, they had um, too many second chance points. Um, You know, our on-the-ball defense could have been a little better. They, They did shoot the ball really, really well tonight. Justin James had like 31 points, I think. Um, you know, I just think that getting on the boards better, um, you know, they're able to get some uh, easy shots and, and fast break. But I think the biggest key tomorrow is just getting on the boards better. And I think that'll help us, um, you know, have a little bit of an easier game tomorrow. Corey Harrison. Hey, Brandon. How you doing? Hey, man. Congrats on the win. So from this game, what would you like to see carry over into the next game? Um. I would just like to see us just, I mean, when, you know, times get down, um, it's just really important that, you know, the team sticks like, uh, sticks like together as a team and doesn't start to break up. doesn't really get, or that we don't really get mad. Um, it's just a big deal that when the other team goes on a run that we can just kind of take that and, you know, figure out ways to, you know, come back stronger. So uh, that's where our team has gotten better and better at this, this year, just, you know, taking that first hit 
and being able to come back and play better. Drew Hill. Brandon, how impressive is it to see JV do this on a night-to-night basis and, you know, take the bumps and bruises and continue to put up double-doubles like this? Yeah, um, it's impressive. Honestly, it's crazy to see. Um, you know, he's just been extremely consistent and very great at what he does. And one of, honestly, I haven't seen anybody else in the league do it as consistently as he has um, personally. I mean, I know that the other guys that do do it are, you know, in like MVP talk and stuff. So I think for JV, that's, um, you know, it's amazing to see. And it's, it's been really fun seeing that from my teammate. And it's been fun playing with them this year. Evan Barnes. Hey, Brandon. Um, <clears throat> coming up Sunday, obviously, is going to be a huge game for you guys. But how much do you guys think about last year and the playing game? I know Dylan said it's kind of motivated him. But, like, yeah. how much does that kind of – is that on you guys' mind to just kind of close out the season strong, even looking ahead to Friday, just that reminder of we have to finish out better than we did last year? Yeah, definitely. Um, because last year we shouldn't have even, you know, had to be in that playing game. We just kind of gave it away at the end of the season in the in the bubble. But you know, we're we we definitely have that chip on our uh, shoulder from that game because that game hurt. And you know, we uh, feel like that we you know should have won those games in the uh, playing tournament. So I think that that was uh, really good to get that that game in you know uh, last year. So I think you know taking that loss last year will definitely help us this year. Parker Fleming. Hey, Brandy, you really had a, a great, you've had a great like past week of play. Um, just for one, just how, how's your body been in that? Cause you mentioned dealing with the naggy injuries and two, it's truly a confidence booster heading into this play in tournament, right? Yeah, I know it is. Um, yeah, I've been having some nagging injuries, but you know, on the court, I feel fine. That's the biggest thing, you know, off the court, I've just had to put a little bit more focus on my body, which has been good for me though. So it's been fun to be able to kind of feel like my normal self again and all that. So. I'm just really glad that I've been able to contribute and feel good on the floor. And, um, yeah, it's something that I'm definitely going to going to carry over to the play-on game in the playoffs. We have time for one final question. Adam Tyke. Hey, Brandon. You guys have been closing out in crunch time recently, and I asked Ja about what was behind that improvement, and he sort of mentioned learning from the past. Yeah. What were some of the things that you guys learned about yourselves in crunch time over the last month, and what did that learning process sort of look like for the team? Yeah, I mean, you know, this past season we had um, a lot of games where we should have won, but we lost kind of in the uh, crunch time. And I just think that, you know, once you do kind of go through those games, you kind of just figure it out when the games do come in the future. I think that we did a really good job at figuring it out and figuring out what we got to do better, you know, shots to not take, you know, stops to get, how to get stops in the uh, crunch time. And I think our guys have done a really good job at just learning how to, you know, finish these, these games where we have lost them in the past. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you. See you all. Thanks, everyone. See you tomorrow. All right. So that will wrap up the Memphis Grizzlies postgame show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, where we're constantly working, constantly trying to get more exposure, more opportunities with more professional sports teams. We are doing big things at Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. You don't want to miss the wave. With that being said, we are out for the night. Catch you again in the next one. Peace. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.
Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. And we're back. Well, tax season's here, folks, and you know... Hi there. Whoa, where'd you come from? April here to tell you about the tax filing software from TaxAct. Seriously, were you like hiding behind my desk? Seriously, TaxAct makes it easy to get your maximum refund. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Switch to TaxAct today and you can start for free. Or as we say in Radioland... Subtle. TaxAct. TaxAct. File for less and get more. See TaxAct.com for details.